Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. sure what song melody that was supposed to be but inspiration just hit it's um as I pressed record. frosty this oh yes so it's a christmas it song <laughs> see oh my god perfect <laughs> you're like i created that that's an I'm early like, original I, I, i'm like a full-on composer okay you're an artist <laughs> i'm an artist so for today's episode i hope that you are cozy right now or preferably you have some sort of hot beverage of sorts maybe also you're on a walk and then we can entertain you for a little bit which to be fair is probably the reason you've come to this podcast in the first place because hi it would not be informative so that's all that's all you're getting here but this episode is going to be a christmas storytelling one and i'm very very excited so exciting. I also have never read this one before, so it's mm. going to be a new experience for me. Yes. Um, so we did some research into this before, and we actually found a lot of different Christmas stories, but we unfortunately can't make this episode five hours long because then you would fall asleep <laughs> and we would lose all of our subscribers. So to, to not put you through that, we are just going to link the different, like, actual links to the different Christmas stories in the show notes because yeah. I really had a fun time like looking through some of them it's like you know Charles Dickens the Brothers Grimm Louisa May Alka Mm. Dylan Thomas they like there's a lot of authors who have like short stories um that are like festive themed and I feel like that could be something cute to potentially send to your parents send to a friend like maybe read together maybe have a morning coffee sip during it and this story we picked up for today is actually one that I have never read in full but I have been told this by my grandma or my mom almost every single Christmas. Like, it gets brought up. No. So, I know the gist and, like, the moral of the story. But I, again, I've, yeah, I've never read the... F- Is it a bit emotional? I don't know if I'm ready for this. It's not emo... It's just, it's got a beautiful, like, takeaway, is what I would say. Okay, that's good. And it's actually very in theme of, like, the last episode that we did, which was all about gift giving. Because this... Story is called The Gift of the Maggie. I'm not quite sure if that's how like you pronounce it. Maggie, it's M-A-G-I. Mm. And it's written by yeah. O. Henry. And yeah, I thought we'd just start. Do you want to basically we're gonna divide up the story in like two parts and Kara's gonna read half of it and then I'm gonna read half of it. What do you wanna like what do you wanna do? Do you wanna do first half or second half? Can I do second half? 
Yes, you can do second part. <laughs> okay, if if I'm skilled enough, I'm going to intro, I'm going to put some Christmassy jingles in here now so that you can get ready. Perfect. The mood has been set. The gift of the Maggie. $1.87. That was all. She had put it aside, one cent and then another and then another, in her careful buying of meat and other food. Della counted it three times, $1.87, and the next day would be Christmas. There was nothing to do but fall on the bed and cry. So Della did it. While the lady of the home is slowly growing quieter, we can look at the home. Furnished rooms at a cost of $8 a week. There is little more to say about it. In the hall below was a letterbox too small to hold a letter. There was an electric bell, but it could not make a sound. Also, there was a name beside the door, Mr. James Dillingham Young. When the name was placed there, Mr. James Dillingham Young was being paid $30 a week. Now, when he was being paid only $20 a week, the name seemed too long and too important. It should perhaps have been Mr. James D. Young. But when Mr. James (laughs) Dillingham Young entered the furnished rooms, his name became very short indeed. Mrs. James Dillingham Young had put her arms warmly around him and called him Jim. You have already met her. She's Della. Della finished her crying Mm. and cleaned the marks of it from her face. She stood by the window and looked out with no interest. Tomorrow would be Christmas Day, and she had only $1.87 with which to buy Jim a gift. She had put aside as much as she could for months with this result. $20 a week is not much. Everything had cost more than she had expected. It always happened like that. Only $1.87 to buy a gift for Jim. Her Jim. She had had many happy hours planning something nice for him. Something nearly good enough. Something almost worth the honour of belonging to Jim. There was a looking glass between the window of the room. Perhaps you've seen the kind of looking glass that is placed in $8 furnished rooms. It was very narrow. A person could see only a little of himself at a time. However, if he was very thin and moved very quickly, he might be able to get a good view of himself. Della, being quite thin, had mastered this art. Suddenly, she turned from the window and stood before the glass. Her eyes were shining brightly, but her face had lost its colour. Quickly, she pulled down her hair and let it fall to its complete length. The James Dillingham Youngs were very proud of two things which they owned. One thing was Jim's gold watch. It had once belonged to his father, and long ago it had belonged to his father's father. The other thing was Della's hair. If a queen had lived Mm -hmm. in a room near theirs, Della would have washed and dried her hair where the queen could see it. Della knew her hair was more beautiful than any queen's jewels and gifts. If a king had lived in the same house with all his riches, Jim would have looked at his watch every time they met. Jim knew that no king had anything so valuable. So now, Della's beautiful hair fell about her, shining like a falling stream of brown water. It reached below her knee. It almost made itself into a dress for her. And then she put it up on her head again, nervously and quickly. Once she stopped for a moment and stood still while a tear or two ran down her face. She put on her old brown coat. She put on her old brown hat. With the bright light still in her eyes, she moved quickly out the door and down the street. Where she stopped, the sign said, Miss Saffroni, hair articles of all kinds. Up to the second floor, Della ran and stopped to get her breath. Miss Saffroni, large, too white, cold-eyed, looked at her. "'Will you buy my hair?' asked Della. "'I buy hair,' said Miss Saffroni. "'Take your hat off and let me look at it.' Down fell the brown waterfall. 
Twenty dollars, said Miss Sofroni, lifting the hair to feel its weight. Give it to me quick, said Della. Oh, and the next two hours seemed to fly. She was going from one shop to another to find a gift for Jim. She found it at last. It surely had been made for Jim and no one else. There was no other like it in any of the shops, and she had looked in every shop in the city. It was a gold watch chain, very simply made. Its value was in its rich and pure material, because it was so plain and simple, you knew that it was very valuable. All good things are like this. It was good enough for the watch. As soon as she saw it, she knew that Jim must have it. It was like him, quietness and value. Jim and the chain both had quietness and value. She paid $21 for it, and she hurried home with the chain and 87 cents. With that chain on his watch, Jim could look at his watch and learn the time anywhere he might be, though the watch was so fine it had never had a fine chain. He sometimes took it out and looked at it only when no one could see him do it. When Della arrived home, her mind quieted a little bit. Oh, a little. (laughs) Me adding words. She began to think more reasonably. She started to try to cover the sad marks of what she had done. Love and large-hearted giving, when added together, can leave deep marks. It is never easy to cover these marks, dear friends. Never easy. Within 40 minutes, her head looked a little better. With her short hair, she looked wonderfully like a schoolboy. She stood at the looking glass for a long time. If Jim doesn't kill me, she said to herself, before he looks at me a second time, he'll say I look like a girl who sings and dances for money. But what could I do, oh... What could I do with a dollar and 87 cents? At seven, Jim's dinner was ready for him. Jim was never late. Della held the watch chain in her hand and sat near the door where he always entered. Then she heard his steps in the hall and her face lost color for a moment. She often said little prayers quietly about simple everyday things. And now she said, please God, make him think I'm still pretty. The door opened and Jim stepped in. He looked very thin and he was not smiling. Poor fellow, he was only 22, and with a family to take care of. He needed a new coat, and he had nothing to cover his cold hands. Jim stopped inside the door. He was as quiet as a hunting dog when it is near a bird. His eyes looked strangely at Della, and there was an expression in them that she could not understand. It filled her with fear. It was not anger, nor surprise, nor anything she had been ready for. He simply looked at her with that strange expression on his face. Della went to him. Jim, dear, she cried, don't look at me like that. I had my hair cut off and sold it. I couldn't live through Christmas without giving you a gift. My hair will grow again. You won't care, will you? My hair grows very fast. It's Christmas, Jim. Let's be happy. You don't know what a nice, what a beautiful nice gift I got for you. You've cut off your hair? asked Jim slowly. He seemed to labor to understand what had happened. He seemed not to feel sure he knew. "'Cut it off and sold it,' said Della. "'Don't you like me now? I'm me, Jim. I'm the same without my hair.' Jim looked around the room. "'You say your hair is gone?' he said. (laughs) "'Well, (laughs) just as funny. "'You don't have to look for it,' said Della. "'It's sold. I tell you, sold and gone too. "'It's the night before Christmas, boy. Be good to me, because I sold it for you. "'Maybe the hairs of my head could be counted.' She said, but no one could ever count my love for you. Shall we eat dinner, Jim? Jim put his arms around Della. For ten seconds, let us look in another direction. Eight dollars a week or a million dollars a year, how different are they? 
Someone may give you an answer, but it will be wrong. The mad magi bought valuable gifts, but that was not among them. My meaning will be explained soon. From inside the coat, Jim took something tied in paper. He threw it upon the table. I want you to understand me, Del, he said. Nothing like a haircut could make me love you any less. But if you'll open that, you may know what I felt when I came in. White fing- I'm like nervous. <laughs> White fingers pulled off the paper, and then a cry of joy, and then a change to tears. For there lay the combs, the combs that Della had seen in a shop window and loved for a long time. Beautiful combs with jewels perfect for her beautiful hair. She had known they cost too much for her to buy them. She had looked at them without the least hope of owning them. And now they were hers, but her hair was gone. But she held them to her heart and at last was able to look up and say, My hair grows so fast, Jim. And then she jumped up and cried, Oh, oh. Jim had not seen, not yet seen his beautiful gift. She held it out to him in her open hand. The gold seemed to shine softly as if with her own warm and loving spirit. Isn't it perfect, Jim? I hunted all over town to find it. You'll have to look at your watch a hundred times a day now. Give me your watch. I want to see how they look together. Jim sat down and smiled. Della, said he, let's put our Christmas gifts away and keep them a while. They're too nice to use now. I sold the watch to get the money to buy the combs, and now I think we should have our dinner. The Maggie, as you know, were wise men. Wonderfully wise men who brought gifts to the newborn Christ child. They were the first ones to give Christmas gifts. Being wise, their gifts were doubtless wise ones. And here I have told you the story of two children who were not wise. Each sold the most valuable thing he owned in order to buy a gift for the other. But let me speak a last word to the wise of these days. Of all who give gifts, these two were the most wise. Of all who give and receive gifts, such as they are the most wise. Everywhere they are the wise ones. They are the Maggie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's so cute. That is the story. I love it. It like makes me emotional. I know, it's very emotional. Especially because we just did the, the whole episode on gift giving. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just puts it into perspective as well. Like, sometimes you want to do, like, give the other person the best gift and you're willing to sacrifice something of your own for that person. And this is, like, the perfect example of, like, them both doing that yeah. for each other. And also, like, how much the intention behind it matters. Like, neither of them can actually use their yeah. gifts now, but it's, like... It still means a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's so sweet. This is going to be probably the shortest episode nice. ever in the history of The Much Diaries. <laughs> this one will be fun to edit. <laughs> um, but Kara has to start work, so... I do. Oh, and I, I should I probably do. do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I start an hour later, so I'm... <laughs> you just want to preface. It's fine, guys, it's fine. Um... Okay. But yes, I hope this was a cozy episode to listen to. Um, whether you're listening to it in the morning or on a walk or whatever it is. Um, but yes, it's quick and sweet. But we will see you and speak to you in two days. <laughs> yes, I hope you enjoyed the story. And we'll make sure to link it. Because again, it's just available like online. You can download the PDF and that could also... Maybe actually be something cute, like I'm thinking of like wrapping paper or something. You could even like print out a story. Yeah. 
use it as wrapping paper or gift it to someone like within their gift I don't know yeah. it could be sweet so I hope you took something away from the story and <laughs> we're gonna say goodbye now okay goodbye everybody bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.